to our beautiful deep community, I want to assure you the deeper is going nowhere and the same incredible content will be released every week, but now through Arise. It is going to be less trauma heavy and more inspirational, uplifting, but it will still challenge and push you to grow. For all your deeper episodes, they are still available every fortnight. You can still get your deep hit with the deeper subscription. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Your menstrual blood is um, the only blood not born through trauma or violence, yet it's the one that disgusts you the most. Welcome to The Deep. I'm Zoe Marshall. In my early 20s, a lot of traumatic things happened. And ever since then, I have had this fascination with people and their stories. This is The Deep. I acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which I work and live and recognise their continuing connection to land, water and community. I pay respect to Elders past, present and emerging. Today I want to start a conversation about periods and not in a boring way of like how you tell your daughter or what you feel of your pe- No, there is no shame, no self-consciousness, just connection and freedom. I want to know how we can honor our bleed and what it actually does for us. How do we undo decades of negativity that we've been fed? Today, I speak to Zoe Butler, a body whisperer, and we do just that. Zoe Butler, welcome to the deep. Thank you. You are a body whisperer, Mm -hmm. a spiral practitioner, Mm -hmm. a intuitive. What other things? Birth doula. (laughs) Birth doula, okay. Yeah, photographer. Yes. Womb spiral practitioner. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Many things. Many things. A magical priestess. I am in a gate. So for people that don't know what I'm talking about, pause here, go back to Kelly's episode or pause here and Google quickly what womb spiral is because I'm halfway through. And what it has done is open very strange places for me. So Mm. I want to give you examples. This is going to be TMI for a lot of people listening and I apologize. I went to my um, obstetrician last week to see him for my endometriosis, which I've had removed twice. And he said to me, you're no longer um, having a pain so it's all about the flooding I've got two options for you to help to support you he said are you having more children I said no he said ablation is one option Mm -hmm. and I said what is that he goes we go into the womb we burn it Mm -hmm. out 
and then you recover in like a day and you will experience potentially no bleeding ever again or perhaps spotting for the rest of your life. Mm. And I was like, holy shit, that would be quite literally a game changer for me who my iron's at a level six, I'm having an infusion tomorrow, Mm. my bleeding's so heavy that I have to tampon, pad, period, undie, all of the things. And then he said the second option is a tablet, which is a kind of like a clot maker. It's called something, something acid. You take it on your heavy days only and it helps you clot. So I said, thank you for the information. I'm going to leave. And I went, holy fuck, I could not burn my womb. Mm. Like where I'm doing spiral for the womb for this sacred, nourishing, juicy space. Yeah. It's such a masculine part of us that would go, just burn it out, fuck it, let's just move on with life. Tell me about why or what the womb represents. Mm. Okay. So for me, like, the womb is a space of creation, really. It's It represents our ability to conceive, to grow, to birth. And I don't even just mean that physically with babies. It's anything. This is like the space where we literally take nothing a soul and bring it into life you Mm. know so it's this we have the power to create life within our bodies we have the power to conceive to grow to birth things into the world in a really beautiful way Mm. and for me it's like the gateway into my deepest power as a woman Mm. and my deepest form of self-love and like a lot of the times in the spiritual community, we talk about the higher self. I like to talk about the deep self. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like I'm not going outside of myself. I'm going in myself. So the womb for me has been a gateway into getting to know the deepest parts of me, accessing my deepest power, my abilities to create, manifest, birth, mm. magnetize, attract, like all so many magic. different things. Yeah, it's, it comes it's from literal there. magic. Like I get goosebumps as I talk about it because I'm like, we take it for granted because it's so normal that we just somehow conceive children and birth. and But that's it's fucking crazy. It's like, a miracle. It's literal magic. Yeah. So... So he said all this to me and then I thought I can't and I this is not me shaming anybody that has decided to have an ablation or a hysterectomy or anything else. This Mm. is just a personal thing. I said I cannot do it. I cannot not bleed. I actually enjoy my bleed even though it's a lot. Yeah. I love the feeling I love how I physically feel softer and slower Mm. intentionally Mm. and I thought what if what if instead of fighting against her and I mean my cycle I honored her in the deepest way possible and quite literally revolved my life around her Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that day I went onto Instagram and I said who are period priestesses that know how to honor the period and you're like me (laughs) so I was like let's yeah talk periods let's talk how to honor that sounds so strange for so many people yeah because we have learned as women as a society plug it up pop in your painkillers get on with it stop bitching whinging moaning this is all in your head And I'm here to go, fuck you, fuck off. I am going to honor my body for the first time in 39 years Mm -hmm. this Mm -hmm. week. Like I'm almost at the end of the period cycle. Yeah. What I could do for myself in this end bit, Mm. 
is revolutionary. So can you tell me some ways in which women can start to honour themselves through their cycles? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Before I do that, though, like I really want to speak to the fact that you mentioned the the clotting medication Mm. that he suggested you take. And I had a womb spiral client who was on that medication. And then by the end of womb spiral, they didn't have to take it anymore <gasps> because it yeah, regulated their bleeding. So I just got full body shivers. Yeah. Kelly has also told me she has had clients heal their endo. Yeah, absolutely. I've seen it happen so many times. So this is mind altering for me. This is very yeah. odd but and, and exciting. But please, yeah, continue. I think... Before we talk about like honouring the actual bleed itself, I want to talk about honouring the whole cycle Mm. because like I mentioned earlier, sometimes we think the cycle is just the bleeding, but there's actually four phases. Like we are very cyclical beings and we're such a reflection of the earth. We're such a reflection of the sky. There's no coincidence that the cycle, like your average cycle is 28 days, the same as the moon cycle, (laughs) you know, and then the cycle of the moons reflect the seasons, which reflect the seasons of our menstrual cycle. Mm. Like we are cyclical beings that are like essentially a replica of nature. And I think one of the most beautiful things about embracing all stages of the cycle is you stop putting the pressure on yourself to be so consistent and the same all of the time. And, you know, it's it's so challenging sometimes as a woman to be like, why the fuck do I feel so good now? Mm. And then like, you're like, I'm like the sexiest, hottest thing alive. I'm yeah. taking over the world. And then the next week you feel like a slug, you know? Yeah. And it's like, what, what's happened? Um, and so I'll, I'll try to keep this as, as brief and informative as possible. Yeah. But I think that to honor our bodies, we need to understand the full cycle. So, um, yeah. And it's really easy to understand this through the lens of seasons so the and and this I want to preface that not everybody's cycle is the same. No, we're gonna mine base, is twenty two days. Yeah, so we're going to base this on a twenty eight day cycle, right. but that's going to vary. But you will still be going through all four. The it would just either be shorter or longer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, if somebody listening has a different cycle, don't don't worry. It still applies to you. Mm-hmm. So the first day of the cycle is your your first day of your bleed, mm-hmm. and we talk about the bleed time as the winter time. So this is the time where um, the body wants to slow down, where everything's like all the leaves have dropped. Mm. It's cold. We want to go inside. We want to retreat. We want to be warm. We want to be cozy. We want to be snug. We want to rest. Yeah, we want to rest. We want to hibernate. We want to eat. And it's a time of release and detox. And I mean this physically, but also emotionally. I find for me, anything I've been going through that month is going to want to release with my blood emotionally, energetically, Mm. physically, if I allow that process to happen. Wow. And so for me, even in business, like I've said to you before, like I schedule my life around my bleed. Yeah, I want to talk about that after. Not everybody has the capacity to do that, but we can do it as, you know, within our own means, you know, in a different way. But um. Yeah, this is a time where we're shedding the literal lining of our womb because we didn't conceive and the body is, you know, releasing that. It's it's a death, really. You know, it's like every time we bleed, it's the body grieving what could have been conceived but hasn't. And it can feel like that sometimes. It can feel like this death and this letting go. And when we resist it, it becomes more painful. Mm. And so it's mm. when we can embrace the death and the release, um, it can be such a beautiful process and I always feel like my bleed brings me back to my body. It's like mm. I love it because it's a chance to begin again every single fucking month. 
Like yeah. it's a chance to reconnect every single month. And so when taking out like care of ourselves through our bleed time, it's like, yes, the rest is important. Slowing down, going within. I don't commit to anything social. And if I get to the time and I want to, great, I can make that plan. But it's white space for me. Uh, when we eat, you want to keep the body warm. You want to keep the blood warm. Like if you imagine your body, your blood is like coconut oil. If you put it in the fridge, it's going to become hard. Mm. So like eating cold foods, smoothies, things like that are going to create static blood, stagnant blood. It's very blood. Chinese medicine, that yeah. element. Well, it's just ancient. Like yeah. this, is anci- this is ancient wisdom. This is how if you refer to any like traditional cultures, this is how they treat the body. So wow. like warm foods, you want to think anything in like, and that's easy to digest. This is a time of detox. Soups. Soups, dals, anything in like a crock pot, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Slow cooker. Like warm water, like not mm. cold water, room yeah. temperature drinks, like lots of herbs and spices, like cinnamon, cardamom, turmeric, mm. like just warm. Think warm and cleansing. Okay. So you don't want, your body is doing a lot to release the lining, so we don't want to overwhelm the digestion. So then what do we do when we are physically bleeding? Do you believe using the cups or the period undies or the tampons mm. or w- what? So it's been about five years since I used um, a tampon or a pad. I, I think like, at yes, all? at all. Yeah. Five years, no tampon, no, no. pad. I, I kind of got to a point where my body just started to reject them. You know, a lot of them are made with synthetic materials. They're full of chemicals. They're one of the number one reasons, I believe, for such imbalances in the reproductive system. But also having your blood, which wants to be released inside of you all day, it creates pain. It creates cramps. It creates oh. stagnancy. It's not you're not it wants clearing. To it wants to release. It wants to, you want to clear the gateway. So, and I understand that. You know, for some people, this is what's, and again, I'm not going to shame anybody's choices, but, you know, this is one result a lot of my clients and wound spiral had when they stopped using them was they're just noticing how different the pain scale was. Wow. No cramps. Um, same with pads, you know, too, because that blood is just sitting there. Period undies for me is like my go-to if I'm going to be out. But when I'm at home, I free bleed. So this free bleed, yeah. right? <laughs> We bleed on like a puppy pad or we bleed on a blanket or we, how do we get from the couch to the kitchen? Yeah. Okay. Tell me the detail. Yeah. So I have this, a squirt blanket okay. from Yoni Pleasure Palace. Yeah, love. They're I amazing. Love Rosie. Um, so, so for those that don't know, a splash blanket is like for squirting, but you can also use it for free bleeding. Mm-hmm. That's its purpose, right? Yeah. Any, any sort of but fluids. Like if you're bleeding for over seven days, you just pull it out every day for seven days and wash it on the seventh? Yeah, for me that works. It actually is so absorbent. There's like no smell. It dries. You're not like sitting in it. Um, I know some people have a couple kind of on rotation or just like a red towel. But I also have like a period bedding set. So when I'm getting, I know I'm about to bleed. This is one of the ways that I honor this. And it's like, I have this red velvet. um, (laughs) So So I'm just like set up my bed. um, So when I sleep, I sleep on the squirt blanket and just bleed through the night. Um, And I just so wild. It is. See, these sorts of things can be so confronting to hear. Like I remember when I first heard of this, I was like, that's disgusting. You know, I actually don't think it's disgusting. I just think like how messy it would be, but it sounds like you've 
sorted that out if you need to go to the toilet in the middle of the night you just grab some tissues or hold your fanny or yeah it just I just tend to get up and if it drips a little bit I'm I'm cool with that but yeah I think what I realized and I, I mentioned this because some people listening to this might feel confronted by that and I realized where society had um yeah caused me to really believe some very untrue things about our blood or yeah, cycle. can we talk about that? Yeah, absolutely. That it's dirty, dirty that it's gross. unclean. Yeah, all of these things. I heard that the period blood is cleaner than any other blood absolutely. in the world. It is. It's antibacterial, so it cleanses and, like, as it moves through your channel, that's one of its – one of the things it's designed to do is to help clean out your system. So you're free bleeding. Mm-hmm. Do you put pants on? No. So I have – In the winter? I just have – chilly? <laughs> <laughs> I, it works for me. I just literally carry this blanket around with me and it doesn't I doesn't get everywhere because it's just absorbing straight into the so blanket. So you just kind of tie the blanket around your waist yeah. and walk around and yeah. sit down. And, and just sit down, move it into my office chair, to my bed, to my couch, okay. and I just bleed, yeah. Now, I just want to preface that Zoe doesn't have young children, <laughs> but she has to do the school run with with a period blanket around her waist. This is Probably a- will do that. Yeah. <laughs> This is for, like, this, let's call it a convenience of being able to just stay home. Oh, yeah. It's definitely a luxury for me to be able to do that. Yeah. So for those people that are just like, I want to explore this, but I can't commit to that life. Mm. Do you have three tips that they could start with today into their very normal lives? Yeah. (laughs) not saying you're not normal (laughs) but in their you know conservative lives on how to welcome their cycle yeah absolutely I think the first most easiest achievable step is just start by tracking your cycle a lot of women don't even know when they're ovulating they don't know when they're in they don't know when they're about to bleed yeah and that's the first thing I think that is the real that's the first step you can take to reconnection is just to start knowing before you think about free bleeding and all these other crazy things or if that feels a bit too much just know where you're at within your cycle Mm -hmm. you know I'm at the point now where it's like I'm like I'm gonna bleed in five four three two one oh my gosh me too I can feel it when it drops the first drop of blood and I'm like she's here yeah and so just knowing you know I have in my phone you can use a tracker but I don't love period apps I think if you're new to this it can be helpful but for me it like I then rely on the app to tell me what should be happening in my, my body. body and it actually fucks with my cycle. And your head. And my head because yeah. I know my thoughts are influencing my body. So oh my I know when I'm ovulating, um, you can take your temperature, you can check for your you know, cervical discharge yep. and, you know, when you're bleeding. And so, you know, on I, the other two sides of that, you're either in your follicular, your spring phase or your autumn phase. So really it's doing a calendar yeah for say three months and then looking at that okay mm-hmm. bleed is here mucus here yeah either side is here it's going to look like this roughly yeah roughly and i think even just even just that is enough to really completely transform um the way that you bleed and go through your cycle because you're connecting you're aware of it you're honoring your body through mm. caring enough to look at that um And then when you are bleeding, the second thing that I would encourage is is just to thank your body. Yeah. Thank you. That's Mm. it. That's it. Like that's the most simple thing is like thank you, body. Like for, for, you know, 
for showing up for this me this month healthily. Yeah. And it might be painful and it might be hard, but thank you. I know you're doing your best. Yeah. The fact that I'm bleeding is a good sign. And then I would just say, try a free bleed. Yeah, just for an hour. Just do it. I'm going to do it. Just spending like half an hour, an hour, and allowing that to be like sacred time, you know, or, or when you're sleeping, if that's all. And I know that... Um, that might be difficult for some people and also depending on who's in the bed with you at their comfort sure. levels. But um, even just a small amount of time, you know, or just being conscious of what, what you're using, whether it's moon cups. Like my body's at a point where I just, even if I try to put something inside me, it just doesn't want that. Yeah. And, um, but just giving your body some chance to actually breathe the blood out of you without being blocked. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so question. <sighs> On Wednesday is my second day of my bleed, the heavy day, mm. really heavy, flooding, clots, the whole thing. And I have a fabulous dinner to go to that night mm. wearing a slinky dress that mm. I was going to wear nothing under, mm. right? You can see it all. How does one do this when bleeding on their second day but not taking the tablet? Mm. I haven't mm -hmm. done the tablet before either. So yeah. I'm trying to think, okay, Maybe you let the slinky dress go <laughs> and you wear a big pair of undies, period undies, and you wear a black dress. Yeah. Is that more supportive of the period than me feeling like a goddess at this French restaurant? How do you how do you make peace? I think you have to look at what you value more, you know, and it's yeah. where the values are and there like there is a reality where you can wear the slinky dress and you know, maybe for that night you are wearing period. Well, you're not wearing period undies because you want to go nothing. Maybe you have but something else. But I can else. wear a period undie, but I'd have yeah. to wear a tampon too because yeah. I can't and trust my if, self. If that's if that's what has to happen, I think that's okay. But I think really what it comes down to is not necessarily everything that you're doing, but the way that you're uh, connecting with your body as you do it. Yeah. So it's like, hey, body, tonight we're going to do this because I really want to wear this dress <laughs> and I love you. And I want to look sexy tonight in this dress, you know. Um, but if you're going to spend the whole night worrying about bleeding through and yeah. it's like how much of a sexy goddess do you feel like if you're if you're there, if you're concerned, yeah. if you feel yes. self-conscious, if you feel like it might not be what you think it's going to be. So then That's so true. switching or the outfit. I'm, I'm like halfway through spiral. Maybe my flow is going to change. It could. Apart from this phase discussing the death and the bleed is mm -hmm. there any other elements you want to talk about for phase one just yeah being aware that emotionally things can come up here to be released yeah. and I, I think it's one of the most beautiful like cleansing processes and so if we can just be aware of that and rather than like shaming ourselves judging ourselves trying to suppress um, embracing what wants to like let go of and I do this with business too it's a time to reflect on what's time to to go Mm. what's not working and this friendships is, relationships yeah, this is time, yeah it's like cool can we release and let that go and you know in terms of honoring the blood as well there are so many different things that you can do with your blood um, oh let's talk about that yeah which yeah might be edgy for some people but for me it's like you can give it back to the earth so if you have a cup or, or undies you can put them in water water your plants with it Mm. you know give it back to the earth i'll literally go and sit in my backyard and just bleed on the earth yeah as a way to is just that like... a bit itchy with the grass no or are you sitting on your I haunches like oh you like the no, grass nice. in your fanny yeah okay a little bit yeah. um 
Um, don't worry about those ants. Don't yeah, worry about don't it. Don't worry about it. Um, you know, with your blood, you know, some people ingest it as well. You can take yourself on real deep shamanic journeys through your blood. Yeah, Kelly was telling us, yeah. we did an episode with her a little while ago. She was telling us how she puts her blood in a tincture. Yeah, and you can and we'll journey with it. Yeah. yeah. Um, anointing your body with it, putting on your face, face masks, eye masks. Like it's rich in stem cells, so it's really beautiful and anti-aging, actually. Wow, that's so what JLo is doing. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's funny because people are like, oh, it's so – but it's like putting it back on the body or in the body or like you can literally taste it, you can ingest it Have that you way. Have in your blood? Yeah. What for? Just for um, experience? Experience, but also like if I'm doing some sort of ritual as well because you can use it for certain rituals – um like with sigil work or spell work if you're into that okay yeah so you can get real deep with i mean the blood is magic it literally contains your life force your manifestation creation energy so what you can do with it with intention is fucking powerful oh my god i think there's another episode on like (laughs) blood manifestation okay everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems But getting therapy has its own problems, too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Now, you've briefly touched on being able to work around it. Mm. Does that mean you're just off the clock on those heavy heavy days or the whole week? Like, what do you give yourself? I, I pretty much have it as white space. And then um, if, if there's something that requires my attention or that I have the capacity for, because sometimes I might have a huge creative surge, you know, then I'll, I'll work. Um, but generally I'm just... I get off my phone, I get off social media. I'm just with myself, with my body what during that time. What do you do time. all day for 24 hours? Um, just rest, <laughs> eat, cook beautiful food, drink tea, journal, meditate, move. Wow. Stretch. What a, like, huge, radical way to honour yourself. It's taken a while, though, to be able to do that, you know. But um, I just notice when I do that, the rest of my cycle is completely different and for me you know I'm only bleeding my my cycle is like one to four to five days so I'm bleeding for like a solid Mm, three mm. um but it's gone by the fifth day so let's talk phase two yeah are we in autumn or spring now spring okay so it's like you've just finished hibernating yes and then we move into the follicular phase uh which is the phase two usually lasts around nine days and so this is like things are thawing out we're feeling a little bit more like flirtatious a little social like spring is coming you know that like new spring energy yeah you've just kept cleansed you've just released you've just let go and now the garden bed is like prepared for planting yeah so this is a time for new intentions when new ideas whether it's in business or in life um and we're just getting ready to like come back out into the world to emerge so we, we get a little bit more social but we don't overdo it um in terms of digestion and movement it's like you've just cleansed the body and released so we don't want to overdo the digestions you want to think like fry pan stir fries colorful oh. things like foods that are warm still easy to digest but a little bit more colorful yeah and then i'm thinking we're into summer 
Yeah. So you, um, after the phase two, which is yeah, your springtime, and what's happening during that time is your body's getting re- ready to re- release an egg. So your mm. estrogen's building, um, your follicles preparing these eggs, and then you hit summer, which is, I call this my hoe phase because <laughs> I like um, hormones are peaking, the follicle bursts. This is when you want to like fuck everything. Yeah, literally devour everything, fuck everything. It's like, this I've got is, a friend in the room. She's right there right now. <laughs> this is, and this lasts usually like, you know, up to three days. You can kind of sort of stretch it out to five days sometimes. But and this is when you're just hot, girl. You're just hot. You're on. Yeah. You like look. I mean, even your skin clears. Your face literally becomes more symmetrical because it's a time that is for procreating. Wow. And we're attracting Getting a mate. Getting what you want. Yeah. That's why we want to. That's why we want to have sex. That's why we we're feeling more attracted to people, or we are more attractive to people ah, in that phase as so well. So make like sign the deals. Yeah, sign the deals. Get on like. If you're getting a photo shoot or you're creating content <gasps> yeah. or you're going like you're being filmed or something. You're having a party. You're going on dates. You're having, you know, this is where you want to cram all your social stuff. I usually like date during this time and then yeah, see you next later. month. <laughs> see, you later. see you next month. This is, I always am like, I'm sorry for what I said when I was ovulating. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. We're not getting married. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so this is when like digestive, everything is aligned for like healthy digestion. So this is when you indulge a little bit more. Ah, Things are going to make like what might make decadent. you feel. Yeah, it might make you feel bloated at another time of the month, but when you're ovulating, you seem to eat it and your body digests yeah, it easily. Yeah, that's so – I actually – sorry to that's okay. say that, like, interrupt, but I feel like this is with alcohol too. Absolutely. You would be able to process it better in this phase mm. versus around period time. Yeah. Yeah, it's very different. And it's like everything is just aligned. You're on fire. It's a great time to launch new offerings, new projects. Oh, my God. Because you're magnetic and like you're full of energy. Wow. You create. You have so much more um, stamina. Oh. Yeah, during this time. Um, and. Yeah, you're juicy. Yeah, so Quite juicy. literally in the Quite, pants yeah. and everywhere else. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Summer is fun. Summer is fun. I mean, not every, but some people have quite a painful ovulation as the egg is releasing. But again, it's like how you honor the other phases influences how then you ovulate. They're all interconnected. So then we're into autumn. Autumn. So this is the premenstrual stage of the luteal phase. Is this called like my good friend Flex Mommy? Well, she's got different stages and she'll call this the pre-flop, I think. Yeah. Which is like yeah, it's a bit preparation like for death. Yeah. It was autumn. Like things are starting to, the leaves are starting to turn. They're starting to fall. This is the longest phase of the cycle. So is usually it? around 11 days or so. Is it? Yeah. And this is the most challenging and it's the, it's the one that gets the worst rap. So when we have our PMS. Oh my God. It's the time of the month. But She's no, so really, emotional. really, honestly, I said to my husband, because I was starting to honor when I left this retreat after my breakdown, I said, I'm honoring my my cycle. I've looked at the calendar around our daughter's birthday. I'm not going to be as mentally stable. Mm-hmm. Just FYI. And then when it happened, I was like, I feel so good today, but it's due tomorrow. Oh, I reckon it'll be fine. Bang. Bang. Hormonal Hormones surge. Drop. Or drop. Yeah. And I was sucked. Like, I don't want to shame myself, but it was a little psychotic. Yeah, yeah. So in this, I mean, she does get a bad rap, but at the same time, it's really, it can be challenging. It can be very challenging. And I think this is when you understand your cycle, you can be a lot more compassionate with yourself and 
you can, if you want to, you can receive the medicine that this uh, this phase has. Give me the medicine. So the medicine is it's starting to churn and bring up everything that's ready to be released. Your luteal phase wants you to take responsibility for yourself. It wants you to yes. take responsibility for what you need to release, yes. what you need to let go of. Yes. And it is, and then it's released during the winter time when we bleed. So this so is it's when a lot the of build up the build up. And you have, and and I mean, very physically, you have that hormonal drop because the the egg is released. Your body's waiting to see if you um, have conceived, and when it realizes that you haven't, then progesterone, estrogen drops to trigger the shedding of the the lining. And that's a bit that makes you feel like shit yeah. or angry. And you're just angry, emotional, down, fat. Ugly, all yes, of those so things. Ugly. I, I like yesterday. I looked amazing. Today, you look amazing. Thank you. But yeah. um, you know, it's it, but it's that feeling. It's like that's so funny. Our cycles are synced. Your one day yeah. after me, right? Yeah. And I was in this clothing shop trying on the slinky dress, and I felt like a slug. And I was <laughs> like, go ovulation. Yes. I was like, guys, what? I'm sorry. I look like this, and they were like, there's nothing, and I was like, oh. I'm repulsed. It's just based on how you feel. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, this can be really challenging, but like I said, there's a lot of medicine here. If you're willing to lean into what wants to come up and face it. Which is actually looking at who you are within this element of the cycle. Yeah. Yeah. So something happened the day of my daughter's birthday that was a challenge. Mm. Now it would have been challenging for anyone on any day, but because I was in the autumn bitch phase, I was, oof. Like, you're dead to me. Fuck Mm -hmm. you. And then I was like, maybe this is an overreaction. Maybe this is a petulant child reaction. And I had to look at myself, which Mm. was like. (laughs) Right. I said it's about taking responsibility. for. It's like responses. Even though you're heightened and you're irrational, you still have to look at the the shadow side of that. Yeah, absolutely. What are you going to do here? How are you going to turn up? Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So ways to really support yourself through this phase are. Like firstly, just being aware and being compassionate. This is the phase where we want to kind of devour everything. We get the munchies. We want comfort. So I think so many chips. Like this is like your oven baked things. Like oh yeah, pasta baked, air fryer, air fryer, baked vegetables, rooty, earthy, grounding. If you tend to binge a little bit, like even homemade chocolates or cacao, or having things pre-made that are going to support your body, totally is really important. So it's like you're getting that comfort, but you're not going to then exacerbate your symptoms through binging on yeah making you feel worse and things like that yeah yeah and just really starting to begin that slowing down phase because you're eventually going to head into the winter people are going to irritate you you're going to want to start to come inside socialize they irritate they they talk too much don't they they do they really talk too much much. they really do (laughs) (laughs) yeah wow yeah can you Tell me then how many days each cycle is at uh, each. Yeah. Yeah. Each so phase. Each phase. Yeah. Is, so winter is. Um, so winter, one to five days usually. Then spring. So then spring is nine days. And then. Summer. Yeah. Ovulation, around three days. <gasps> It's very it's all sad. I, get. I know. I it's get like three days I, of hot it usually girl. drags out to five for me. Like I can oh, have the three days where it's like on fire, and then a couple so, days either isn't side. Isn't that typical? That of course we only get three days of the fucking <laughs> I know. creme de la creme, and then the autumn is the longest. Eleven days. Yeah. <sighs> okay. 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 Other ways that 
we can have others support us through this is having mm. boundaries, correct? Absolutely. Letting them, well, I guess first informing them that there are these foresight. Educating people. Yeah. Like women, men, anybody. Children. They need to, children. Like the kids need to know. They need to know. And I mean, when we teach our children this, we also change the way they then will eventually grow up to, if you have a daughter, relate to her own cycle, I'm her so own body. I'm so excited about this. If you have a son, how they treat women I'm when they're so bleeding, you know? That. It's it will change like I have some friends with partners who like they have their their in their calendar they know and that's what so, I'm gonna do yeah yeah and the, so they they know what they need during each phase they know how to support them mm. um, they know how to work together you know and and this is how I think it was kind of meant to be done and if you look back at you know, a lot of traditional cultures or tribes, this is how women were honoured in this. They were regarded as we are intuitive and when we're bleeding, we're in our most intuitive. Mm. We're connected to the, like a lot of times women who were bleeding in tribes, they would, uh, like the men would come to them to seek guidance. Where do we go next? Where do we move the tribe to next? Oh. It's like they are so connected to the earth and to the um, intelligence that we have access to and that's just been lost and yeah. where and I and I get I get why because a woman who is connected to her body in this way is powerful so I understand why we were suppressed I understand why we were disconnected from the most f- fucking magical thing about us mm-hmm. um, and that's why it's turned on us to be gross disgusting yeah. Yeah, there's this incredible quote and it's like your menstrual blood is um, the only blood not born through trauma or violence yet it's the one that disgusts you the most it's like who taught you that that is where we're gonna end we literally put our blood in the bin in the bin in the bin hide it oh my gosh we wish it's shameful i remember like my dad being like oh i can't see that bloody tampon disgusting disgusting wow and it's like this this blood your your mother bled so you could be here yeah you know this blood represents it's almost like they have mind fucked us so far into thinking that one of our greatest strengths is our weakness mm. and we've all drank the Kool-Aid can i can i read you a poem i wrote yeah okay so i wrote this poem um and i feel like it's going to be a really beautiful honoring to like everything that we spoke we've spoken about and i feel like my womb wrote this poem mm. for the all wombs mm. and it's it's called in this house she is sacred okay i feel her familiar warmth as she gushes through my lips announcing her arrival underwear stained she rolls out her own red carpet because she knows that in this house she is sacred in this house she is royal in this house she is given a seat upon the throne stay as long as you'd like she's told welcome home Though there was a time when she was not welcomed here, her presence met with dread, resentment and fear. Nothing more than a painful burden and unwelcomed guest. You can stay if you have to, she's told. Just don't make a mess. Mm. Messy, inconvenient, painful, draining, gross and emotional. Just another reason having a female body was so fucking difficult. You're lucky, I used to say to men, that you don't have to house this visitor every month because no one taught me how lucky I was. No one ever taught me about the magic that she brought. No one ever really taught me what a gift it was to be in this body with this womb, a portal for souls, new life and creation, a space between worlds, a garden of miracles waiting to bloom. 
No one ever taught me that my blood was beautiful and sacred, instead shame embedded when I saw my sheets, underwear, clothes stained red. No one ever taught me about the ancient wisdom my womb held beyond time and space that in my womb an intuition in a knowing and personalised compass awaits. No one ever taught me that my bleeding didn't have to be painful, that going through my cycle could actually be enjoyable, blissful. No one ever taught me, but why would they? When a woman anchored and embodied in her womb is anchored in magic and power and that's no good to a system that benefits from oppressing female bodies and making them cower. So instead, let's teach young girls and women to resent and hate that part of themselves. Let's even give them a pill at 15 so she can skip her period and fuck with her health. Let's make periods, sex, bloody tampons, abortion and miscarriages, taboos, shameful and something to be hidden and then sit back and wonder why the fuck emotional, physical and mental imbalances have risen in our women. But times are changing and wombs are awakening and they are coming back to life. We're healing severed connections and waking up the magic that's inside. Women are connecting and living according to the seasons of their cycle. All over the world, women are healing their wombs, a mass revival. Women are seeing their blood as beautiful and sacred and giving it back to the earth. We're changing the way we bleed, view our bodies, our cycle, and even how we birth. We're reconnecting to the ancient intelligence our bodies hold. We're reclaiming our sovereignty and power and we can no longer be controlled. A wise woman once said to me, they say when women awaken, mountains move, but I say when wombs awaken, the ripple can be felt across the globe. I now know what she meant by that. I feel the ripple as women take their rightful seat back at the throne. So tell me, is your womb, your cycle, your blood welcomed in your home? Or is she banished to the corner, muzzled, ignored and disowned? No one ever taught me how to love her, so I had to teach myself and heal this hatred. And now in this house, she is royalty. In this house, she is sacred. I'm actually really emotional. I could joke that it's the autumn phase, but I actually feel that it's such a shame that I'm at this stage of my life. I got my period when I was 11. Mm. 28 years. Yeah. What a cycle. Mm. <laughs> 28 years of shame of the burden, of operations, of disease, mm. dis-ease, mm. of endometriosis, of sexual trauma, of miscarriage, of the way in which I would have honoured her and myself. Just uh, that poem was like encapsulating of everything and every woman and anyone that owns a womb it is like it has felt like a burden absolutely and it's like one of the greatest gifts for me and like you've just and and it's so like I'm here at least I got here yeah and also I want to like when eventually you move into your crone phase like how you how you crone? treat yeah your men um when you head into menopause ah your wise woman phase yes but, like, this is going to make that transition a lot different for you. You know, I think the way we honour our bleeds influences how we birth, how we do all of that influences then how we move on to the next phase. And don't get me started on how they treat people. 
menopause. But um, well, my initial thing is like a barren woman, a disregarded woman, a woman no that is of sexy, no beautiful. use. That's and again, that's another one of the lies <sighs> we've been sold. We could do a whole you know episode on that, but we will. Yeah, and oh my god, I just like it's just how unjust it is. What an injustice it is to be born female in a Western modern society. Yeah, and then we wonder why we And you're a witch and you're weird and you're a woo-woo and, oh, yeah, she's a bit different and she's spiritual and, like, you don't fit the confines of our constructs and you are banished and banned and weird. And it's like, no, my whole life – I'm with a friend today here at the house and she was like, I'm so curious about what this phase is for you and where you're, what this learning and this growth Mm. is. And I was like, Mm. this is it. It Mm. is dissembling the way I have been raised to be a woman. Oh, yeah. It's huge. And it's like when we do this work, though, we heal it for the generations that came before us and the generations that are coming after us. I'm just not, oh, this whole phase is I'm not willing to succumb to society's rules and the patriarchy. I'm just not willing. No. I turn up on my own way, you turn up your way, and we share the wisdom, especially with the men. Yeah. The men need the they wisdom. They need this wisdom. And I think one point I really wanted to make sure I bring today is like this this world was built by men for men. <sighs> men have a 24-hour hormonal cycle. We have 28 days. You know, so it's like we need to learn how to, like, decolonize our own bodies, our own wombs, decapitalize. We've been forced to operate in a capitalistic society that operates daily, built by men for men. And that's not how our bodies work. We're not consistent. We're cyclic. Oh, my God. This has been very profound for me. Mm. I honestly thank you so much for the bottom. I didn't know where we were going today. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But I really thank you. And if you want to follow Zoe's work, we'll put all of the links in the show notes. You also do treatments. Such a it sounds that's such like a clinical term. Yeah. But you share experiences and you have these divine worshiping, beautiful body whispering sessions which we're about to walk into which is like oh the timing yeah (laughs) timing you are a true goddess I mean you know it but I'll just reiterate and so am I fuck yeah like I am in my goddess this is my goddess era it is I can feel it (laughs) thank you so much you're welcome thanks for having me I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the deep If it's left you with any burning questions for me or our guests, please hit us up by direct message on Instagram at What's the Deep. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
Hi everybody, it is Zoe here. Change is coming to the deep. I want to welcome you to Arise. It's uplifting, it's quirky, it's curious. It's all about the mindset and self-discovery to be more helpful and of service. During 16 of the Deep, you'll hear some of these episodes and I'd love to hear what you think of them over on our Instagram at What's the Deep.